0: Welcome, everybody, to the Building Ahrensberg podcast. I'm Thomas Ahrensberg.
1: And I'm Catherine Ahrensberg. You guys make sure to give us five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Um, Like we mentioned last time, it might be a follow. It might be a subscribe. I think they're mostly follows. Do all that, please. We would appreciate it. And also share it with your friends so that they can hear all of our yammering back and forth about who knows what. This week, um, we are just like trying to get things done around the house and just be like just be because we're such doers all the time. Yeah. That um since we're trying to like prepare ourselves financially for a possible recession, we're like not doing as many projects, which is very weird for us. And uh what ends up happening is we're twiddling our thumbs a lot. Right. Or like cleaning the same surface 17,000 times. It's very weird. It's going to be an ad like something to adapt to, I would say. Well,
0: especially because this this coming week, normally during um, during the summer, I have football every day from seven seven ish to noon ish, and so like that's half my day, mm-hmm. and then I come home and there's you know, that that's when that's kind of like my time to do stuff around the house. Mm-hmm. You're coming home. this week. Uh, the Fourth of July is if you're listening to this on your podcast app, it's probably today.
1: Yeah, the 4th of July would be today that it's being released. We're yeah, we're this releasing on this
0: on the 4th of July. So, yeah, um, we're off. Football is off the whole week. So,
1: we normally have a big project planned for this yes. week, and we don't have a project plan. We got nothing. <laughs> we got nothing.
0: Nothing. Pl- Although, there's a lot of little things like that. Catherine found a, um, an ice maker on the side of the road. Oh, yeah,
1: I forgot about that. You guys um, don't, I don't know
0: anything about refrigeration. So,
1: I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I love to pull things out of a trash pile. Especially if they're something that I can either use or sell, which I don't know if I mentioned it last week. I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago, I pulled a full wood outdoor dining set out of someone's Mm -hmm. trash pile. Perfectly good set and sold it. For $175, so... And you
0: didn't even, like, clean it up, or did you? No, I didn't. Because I know you said something about it need to be... It was teak, maybe?
1: I don't think it was teak. I think it was eucalyptus wood, which is oh, another common okay. thing used. But it's a, it was a nice You set. talked about
0: oiling it up and making it nice again.
1: Yeah. I always use calculations in my head when I'm selling on Facebook Marketplace about how much work I want to put into it mm-hmm. and how much more that's really going to give me to go and sell it right. by. And I didn't think that putting any kind of work into it was going to increase my... Um, the value Yeah, not much Not enough for it to matter So there's just that calculation you have to make Is it is it worth it for me to do that extra bit of work? Is it worth it for me to buy a part for it? You know, whatever it is Right Which is kind of what we're going through right now With this ice maker You don't know anything about refrigeration You got time to tinker nope. And it would be a really cool thing for us to keep here So if you can fix it Then we're going to keep it here And when he says When we say ice maker This is like um, a commercial grade ice maker right. it
0: makes like a hundred pounds of ice a day
1: yeah it's like you would see at any like hotel except for a smaller version right it called it's called under the counter which means i think i measured it, it's 37 inches tall so it's not okay. a, it's not like a tabletop one a lot of people these days are buying these um uh, countertop ice makers is what mm-hmm. they call them that makes like the sonic ice the good ice as they yeah. say yeah. um it's not that it's not like a residential grade type thing unless you're living in like a very nice house it's that type um it's, but it's, it's not the hotel one because it's, but it has the exact same look to it. It's got right. the door on the front of it that like pushes up and it's got the big scoop inside. Um, it's that type of ice maker, uh, but it's just not, it's not quite as big, which makes it perfect for us. I mean, we have, when we have people over, we run out of ice very quickly yeah. on our one single indoor ice maker. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, our pool eventually, this is all such. Every time I say stuff like this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the eye rolling that's probably happening by listeners. When I say, when our pool gets hot around July, it'd be really nice to have some ice to throw in the pool to make it not so hot. Do you think so that hot. ice is going to
0: cool it much, though?
1: It does a little bit. Yeah, I think it would.
0: 100 pounds of ice? 100 pounds of
1: ice.
0: <laughs> in a, like, 20-something thousand-gallon pool? I
1: think so, because it doesn't, you know, it's crazy how different a few degrees Makes things feel. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It only has to drop by a degree or two. Right. Um. Speaking of which, I uh, did a video on TikTok. It's probably been a week or two ago at this point. I feel like that's my <laughs> that's going to be my uh time amount for everything today. Um, I think it was about a week or two ago, and it's the biggest video I've ever done. It's it's all like at a quarter of a million views right now. Oh wow! And uh, it was about what direction to turn your ceiling fan to make. Like in the summertime and yeah, in the winter, versus time. the winter yeah. right? Which to some people this is common knowledge. To some people, it's not. People are fighting it out in the comment section, and it is like I don't understand it anyway. But if you don't know, um, it the rule of thumb is for ceiling fans, they have a little toggle switch on the side mm-hmm. of them, on the housing of a. People may not
0: even know that much of it. So your
1: ceiling them. fan can turn both ways, right? right. Counterclockwise and clockwise. Um. There's a toggle switch on the side that does that. When you're looking up at the ceiling fan from the bottom, looking up at it, in the summertime, in order to push cold air down... Actually,
0: It's not pushing cold air down. Okay. It's just pushing air down.
1: Okay. Pushing air down. It needs to be turning when you're looking up at it counterclockwise. In the wintertime, it needs to be turning clockwise. That's all that video is meant to say. Mm -hmm. People are fighting about... If it's pushing cool air, if it's sucking hot air, if it's pushing hot air, if it's sucking cold, like, I don't care, like, they're fighting it out. And I'm like, why do people need to be right so badly in a comment to strangers, to people they don't know? Right. Anyway, point being, you can Google it, and I'm correct on this, that your fan, when you look up at it in the summertime, especially in the Deep South, where we are burning our bridges off right now. It needs to be turning counterclockwise. And then when the winter comes, if you would like to, you can switch it to clockwise. You know what's so
0: funny? Because you kind of put the solution to the whole comment thing in what you just said. The people that are arguing this, why would someone not just like post a link to...
1: I made a comment that just said, "Go Google it," and I gave them the right. Google term because you can't click on things in TikTok. Um, I don't think oh, you can click on links. links. Okay. Yeah, like I could post a link, but then somebody would have to like copy and paste. Right. Like it's a lot of effort, right. and people won't do that kind of thing. Okay. So I think I put something like "Google this phrase," and then someone else came in there. I mean, there's a lot of people defending me, and they're like, "This is correct. I've been to the website of the." But then you have all these people. This is the funniest thing on TikTok. Sometimes they'll use it as a sarcastic thing, and sometimes they'll use it as they really are. But. Mm. The, the, someone will make a video and then you'll see in the comment section, which it happened in mine, I worked for Hunter Fan for 15 years. This is incorrect. Someone will always like yeah. act like they're an expert because right. they either worked at the place or were in that field or whatever. And, um sometimes I mean obviously these people are on the internet they, they could be trolls yeah, but, well, they make no one, there's no that proof that this person right. actually worked at the yeah. Hunter fan, fan Company and so then you'll go on some videos sometimes where it's some like super obscure thing and then you'll see the comment sections it's like I was a um you know zebra main braider for 15 years that's not right or whatever yeah. and like you know it's sarcastic and so right. it's hilarious to see people like defending or you know contradicting like yes so to me that's part of the entertainment of TikTok yeah. you know like that's why I read the comments because people in the comments are so dang funny but when it's your own video it gets so frustrating when you just make a simple like you know you're it's i, have to, I feel like i'm like teaching you tiktok because you're not on tiktok and no, i am the whole point in us talking about uh the the fan the fan video that i did is when you turn your ceiling fans like that it makes you feel cooler it doesn't matter the the scientific yes, reasoning behind right. You know, wind coming up or wind falling down, or what temperature like is coming up or down, de- or you know all that stuff. What matters is that you can lower your power bills because
0: mm-hmm. you have ceiling fans. You
1: have ceiling fans, and it feels cooler. Because right. people are like, "Well, it doesn't actually lower the temperature." I'm like, "I don't give a doggone care whether or not it actually lowers the temperature." Right. What well, matters There's no way
0: a fan could lower it. The- it's a fan,
1: right? You're moving no the air. Cooling it's, it's element the fact that or heating as element to it. humans. We sweat and that is how we cool our body right. and when you have a breeze coming over your skin that is what helps cool your body right like if you want to get into the that's biology it of it that's, that's how, how works. it works so therefore having creating some sort of cool or a, a br- moving air yes. air motion yep. over your body Creates the feeling of c- a cooler temperature and it makes Correct. you feel more comfortable. Right. Lord. But you can't do a TikTok video like that. It has to be like a ten second because, you know, attention spans are short. Yes. And then they want to argue with you over whether or not you're right.
0: Right. Because your like, video wasn't long enough to include all the details. Because no one
1: would watch it. Right. It is such a delicate balance of ridiculousness. But another TikTok I've been seeing a lot lately is. Um, this like it's a chart. I can see it in my head. Not a chart, but like a picture. I guess it is a chart, but like a picture of them showing, in order to conserve energy during the summer, mm-hmm. um, what you should have your thermostat set at in right. order to save money. Right. And people are losing their minds over what is the recommended temperature to keep your house. Because it's like
0: seven or eighty degrees or something, isn't it? Yeah. During the day when you're not there, you're supposed to set your thermostat at like eighty. Yeah.
1: You can't think about. Too much about the if you're there and when you're not there and when you're asleep thing because I think there's been some charts that have messed it up because one of them that said like eighty five when you're sleeping and it's like
0: no you would die
1: you would well and You'd you sweat a you lot sleep in better sleep. in cooler temperatures right your body temperature does drop like your I think your your body temperature drops at night yeah so I think that that was maybe the theory behind a higher temperatures because you would feel like it's cooler but it's so uncomfortable to get to sleep you wouldn't get any sleep right my mind is always blown at the temperatures that people keep their houses at on a normal, regular right. basis. What are these people doing? Do you not have ceiling fans?
0: I, like, so I think that's actually what it was. When you started talking about ceiling fans, my first thought was, I bet people don't have, the people, especially people that don't know, they must not have ceiling fans. Like, almost every room in our house has a ceiling fan.
1: Well, I remember years ago, 20 years ago probably, my dad saying that he had this friend who was like, flipping houses or something and the first thing he would do is take out the ceiling fans
0: that very first thing that's really dumb
1: and even then i was like why why would you do that
0: especially down here
1: so i'm wondering if that's some sort of like aesthetic thing or some sort of like i i know like if you're building a new house probably like putting in wire for a ceiling fan. like it's maybe something you could remove and yeah and it not be like a required thing or something that a home a new buyer would be looking for when they buy a new house i mean a ceiling fan is a relatively inexpensive thing. Right. Because most people have like a light fixture in the well, center of the so room. So when he said
0: remove the ceiling fan, was it because like they were dated and they looked like they are from the 60s? No, it wasn't so. Replace
1: the ceiling fan. It was remove the ceiling fan. Oh. So like instead of a ceiling fan, they'd put a light fixture in probably. Which yeah. I found to be crazy from step That's one. That's weird, yeah. And I, I'm wondering if people feel differently about ceiling fans in their rooms than like I'm not thinking about that that people would rather just turn their ACs down than to have that thing hanging from their ceiling they have to clean all the time.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I grew up, so we're going to, we always love to talk numbers, and you guys know that most of our numbers, numbers. let's talk numbers. (laughs) Because
2: Thermostat numbers.
1: Thermostat (laughs) numbers. Because people think we're nuts. So growing up in my house, our uh, AC was set to 80, day and night, didn't matter, 80 degrees.
0: Yeah, I had no hot.
1: no concept of what anybody else set their ACs on. Now we got married. You never complained one way or the other about where I set the AC on because I set it. I think I don't think that you had any.
0: No, I don't ever touch it.
1: So I set it on seventy eight. Yeah, everyone is collectively freaking out right now in their cars. Right, 78. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know you're all doing it, but we lived that way and felt comfortable about it. I because didn't because
0: we have ceiling fans, so.
1: But we've lived in two other houses, and we had no problem with that temperature.
0: Our second house had ceiling fans.
1: Yeah. But then recently, I don't know why, but we took it down to 76.
0: I think it's only 76 upstairs. Is it 76? Yeah, 76 both. Um, I don't know.
1: And I get cold sometimes. Yeah. And we have ceiling fans. Especially
0: in the evening. I definitely get cold in the evening. Yes.
1: So we've got like, if we're laying there on the sofa watching TV or something, we both have blankets on. Yeah.
0: At 76 degrees. Laying together. Two
1: bodies, like, laying next to each other. And that feels cold. Like, I can't imagine. My toes would be frozen if I was in some of the, you know, Antarctic tundras that you guys sleep in. Yeah. I mean, these people are, like, 65 degrees. A, your air conditioning unit ain't going to last long enough. Right.
0: It can't keep up.
1: There's no way.
0: Well, unless you had a very uh, energy-efficient house. That just had a really tight envelope and air didn't get in or out.
1: Which if you have a new house, that's, that's probably, likely true. Yeah. We've never lived in a new enough house to where that would be an even remote possibility.
0: Although this house is infinitely better than our old house. This
1: is the newest house we've ever lived in and it was built in probably the early 70s. Back in the 1900s. Yeah. That's where we lived. <laughs> I mean, that's where we So always it is better
0: lived. I mean, it's, it's a brick house. It's on a slab. Our other house was a wood house on piers. Mm-hmm. And air just leaked out of that summer and winter
1: it, it it did but those that house was built before there was um air conditioning air conditioning right. and it's made to breathe barely even electricity really yes I wonder it was if
0: made so
1: it had knob and tube do you think that knob and tube was installed after the house was built no, or do you th- it, it came was, with it was,
0: came with the house and it okay. but when when electricity was first installed in houses it was only made for lights right so there were switches that ran to lights and that was it in a story and so the idea of like a ceiling fan even was
1: mm-hmm.
0: not but even th- what outlets was, on the wall were not a right.
1: Fan, but so. what I was getting at is that the house was raised up, and so they're built for the south as far as like a breeze and all yes. that. And so they were relatively cooler if they were built up than other times, right. I guess, if you air the can windows flow open. It. Yeah, so basically,
0: you're in the shade all day with a breeze if the air is moving, but then you had fans hopefully to move yeah. the air. Yeah, so
1: so anyway. You can have fans or not have fans. Ultimately, when I do these videos on TikTok, I don't care what you do, but mm-hmm. it's so hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious all the time. It's, a, it's like you watch all these comments, and it's like I did the same thing with – um, I made a video. My other probably biggest video ever was one that I made about um, Goodwill Roundup, like the charity. When mm-hmm. you go to a Goodwill, every time you go in there and you buy something, when you go to checkout, they ring you up, and they say, Do you want a Roundup for charity? And I always say no every single time. Yeah,
2: you're already. But at- in my
1: head, I'm al- already saying this whole purchase is for charity. Right.
0: Literally the whole, whole Y'all purpose. got this stuff for free and so, you're selling it. <laughs> right.
1: So I said that on a TikTok video and.
0: People don't like that.
1: People, well.
0: How dare you. No,
1: no, no. They agreed with me. I don't round oh. up either. They hate Goodwill. Generally, they hate Goodwill. Oh. You know, they, they don't like. They don't. They say it's not a. It's not a nonprofit, which technically it is. They don't like how much the CEO gets paid, um, which is like eight million. I mean, some like crazy amount of money per yeah. year that in most people's brains they don't think is the correct amount for someone well, to get paid for that for a
0: nonprofit, especially.
1: Well, I don't. It doesn't matter. Like ultimately, the truth of the matter is, it is registered as a nonprofit. Sure. Like you can't say it's not a nonprofit or right. a chair. I get. I guess they say it's not charity. Whatever. I don't know. Bottom line is, I get some stuff from there. I am an indiscriminate thrift store shopper. I shop at all the thrift stores, so Mm. you know I just Goodwill almost seems like um, the band aid or the Kleenex of the thrift store world, in my opinion. Like I just I say Goodwill, and sometimes it comes from Goodwill, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, But in that case, I was actually at Goodwill, and they they do ask you if you want to round up. And man the comment section went wild. Luckily yeah. they didn't disagree with what I was saying, but there was just a lot of like there's so many know it alls in the comment section where it's like they have to add some extra tidbit of information that they think you didn't include in the video or they think you should know. Like I wouldn't shop there anyway. The CEO, you know, it's not a profit, it's not a charity. I wouldn't shop there anyway. Don't take your stuff there to donate. <sighs> what do you want me to do? Throw it in the trash. I know. Like I mean it's it's take it to another place is what they uh, say.
0: Okay. If you got another place nearby.
1: Yeah. Some people don't have multiple thrift shops right. available to take things to. I don't know. We do. But, I mean, like, it's on my way. There's, a fa- there's like, five Goodwills in this town. Right. And there's, like, maybe five or six other random thrift sh- stores totally. around. Some of them are mostly furniture. Some of them are, like, th- right. Goodwill takes everything. And I shop there. So it's, right. like, super convenient for me to take it there. So as opposed yeah. it's I don't know. There's just this, always this level of, like, well, you could have done it better. And so I think a lot of, there's a lot of stress and pressure that surrounds that with all of us today. Where it's like you don't want to take the wrong step because it's not the perfect step. And so you don't right. do anything at all. Yeah, which, which is, is worse. Not, which, which is, is worse.
0: worse. It's better to take a step in a direction than just to... St- Sit there and think about taking steps.
1: Which I think I mean I'm there with like working out and stuff like that, where it's like I know all the things. I don't know all the things, but I know enough things. You don't know. Gardening, did we talk about this before in a podcast? It's uh, like, maybe
0: briefly. Yeah.
1: Like I know enough about gardening to where I know where I could screw it up and so I right. don't even try it. Right. Which I think is hugely detrimental. I I am better off and you can you can tell me what you think about this as far as you're concerned if you feel the same way. I would rather um go into something having no clue as to how it could turn out one way or the other, like no preconceived notion of how it could go wrong and do no research on it. Some people have to do so much research before they do anything. Yeah, And sometimes I would, re- or most of the time, I would rather jump in feet first into something I'm interested in rather than figure out enough about it to know that, oh, shoot.
0: To be successful. To know you're going to be successful out, out of the no, gate. No,
1: or to know that how I could fail. Is yep. really the bigger thing. There's a girl. Out well, I'm saying.
0: I think people do the research because it's like, hey, I want to try this, but I also want to be successful at trying it. For example, social media posting to social media, which you That's do. It's a
1: perfect example. Or That's a perfect example. the
0: videos. You know, when you did, you started doing videos for your um, for your business.
1: I knew nothing about it.
0: Right, but I'm saying a lot of people would would <laughs> want to know a lot about it, so that when they do jump in, they know that well, at least I'll have a little bit of success and that success will keep me going versus...
1: That makes me sad. Like, when I look at it from the outside in, it makes me sad. Because there's just... You're never going to know enough about something... Sure. ...before you do it. I think think that's the thing that holds a ton of people back from starting businesses, from starting hobbies, from doing a lot of things, is because the what-ifs stop them.
0: Well, what's so interesting is that when you're young, we talked about this in a lot, and maybe the last podcast or the podcast before that, when you're young, like, you don't think about those things. So you just, like, you mm-hmm. just jump in. And then by the time you're old enough to think about those things, you've already been doing it for a while, so you... Yeah, the scuba. Not, we talked about
1: scuba and all these right, scary things flying. You're not
0: afraid of them anymore, so...
1: And, of course, you can't try anything early. As you get older, there's always something new to try. Right. But we, we're older, and so we know that things could go wrong. So we, then we go and, like, look into it. There's a girl that um, I'm, like, internet friends with that is mm-hmm. on Instagram. And she decided that she she just one day was like, I would like to start um, throwing clay, which is like a, you know what I'm talking about? Do you want,
2: throwing clay?
0: Yeah,
1: they call it throwing clay, but it's like. Molding clay? Sure. Sh- Yes, but that little—I okay. don't know what they, they call, call
0: it—the little thing that spins. Yeah, but I'm like trying to the think movie what
1: it's ghost. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's like in the movie ghost. Okay.
1: And so, along with that, you have to get a kiln. Like you can't just get oh, the, the throwing clay. Like you have to buy the clay in the little table. But right. then you also have to—you have
0: to bake it. You have to bake. Yeah,
1: you have to bake it so that it's yeah. at a high temperature so that it hardens. Wow. And so she decided she wanted to do that. It's an investment. I mean, yeah. to buy all that stuff. But she decided one day she wanted to do it, and she just started doing it. And, of course, she's like, this is really hard, but it's relaxing or whatever, and who knows where it'll go. Maybe she'll never get anywhere with it, but she just felt like it seemed like something that would be fun, and she just did it. And I was like, yes, that is how I need to do things. If I start researching, like, how long it would take me to go from a block of gray, brown, you know, clay Mm -hmm. to, like, where they're, like, doing pretty really designs in it stuff, and making yeah. color and everything if you knew what the process was like no you just you learn how to just use your hands and like do some basic things and then you know you do a little bit more research oh what if i could put a handle on it or what if i could right make it square instead of how do you make something square instead of round with this this i don't know maybe that's not the right way to go I but know. you know what i mean like i don't know enough about it but right. but it just doesn't make sense sometimes or a lot of the time to do a ton of research. Now, this is completely contradicts what we talked about a few weeks ago about when you go out into nature and you don't know what you're doing and you're sure. going to die. This is not that, you know. Like I think you need to know the difference between um something that you could possibly be in danger doing, right, and something that
0: you're just trying a new skill, learning a yeah. new skill, right.
1: Now I want to go get a clay thing and do some. Do ghost. you really? No.
0: Oh. <laughs> I do not have any desire to do stuff like that. You know
1: what I want is for you to fix the ice maker. That's what I really want.
0: Well, we will see. I'm
1: really looking forward to it. But I, I mean, don't don't anyone out there hold their breath for us to come back next week or the week after or the one that after that. We'll get frustrated with it, and I'll have it. I'll be tired of it sitting where it is. Right. Quicker probably than it gets. Well, fixed. here's the
0: thing. Your dad knows a lot about refrigeration. I don't know about a lot. He knows it way more than I do.
1: I should have had him come over
0: tonight. So today. he probably. I might still call him. He at least could probably diagnose the problem down to two or three things, and then from there.
1: Yeah, because that's the other thing. I don't want to spend a lot of money on it either. Right,
0: And we want to, you know, know up front if this could be a $5 fix or... A-
1: yeah. Well, he's already said, you know, if it's a compressor issue, forget just it. Just toss it. Yeah, yeah, just toss it. But this is, I mean, it's a really nice coffee maker. Uh, coffee maker? Ice, uh, ice maker. maker. <laughs> I yeah. might need some coffee. Um, it's like, uh, I looked it up in new. It's about... I couldn't tell what the price was. Somewhere between like $3,000 and $4,000 for this ice yeah. maker. So it's worth taking a look at. Right. The person I, I picked it up out of their trash. Who knows? You never... That's the thing about finding a trash find is you never know if someone threw it out because they were just sick of having it and didn't need it anymore right. and it still works. Or if they already, like, hired a professional to come over and take a look at it, and it wasn't worth right. fixing. You
0: never know. Yeah. Anywhere on with, that spectrum. Yeah, it
1: could be anywhere on that spectrum. And so, um, or maybe they knew had a little Somewhere bit of... Somewhere in between. Yeah, they could have had a little bit of mechanical knowledge and tried to work on it, couldn't figure it out. So they're like, nah, we don't need it anyway. It could have been a combination of right. the things.
0: Or it could have just broke, and they didn't even bother. Yeah. Calling someone, trying to fix it. Nah, we'll just buy a new one. It was going out. We're going to buy a new one anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this thing and is... And it could be something as simple as a relay, which are, those things are cheap. Those yeah. are a few dollars.
1: Yeah. Did it say, what year did it say it was? Um,
0: 2006.
1: 2006 was what I didn't listen. Because
0: our oldest walked out, and it's written on the back. She goes, man, this thing's older than I am. It's like, there's a lot can of you things ga- Can
1: you guys that are hear new, me that rolling are- my eyes right now? <laughs> uh. Anyway, I, w- I don't know how long an ice maker like that, like what's the life either. life. I would uh, think it's span? like a
0: refrigerator, probably 10 years or so, 20 years. So
1: it's probably already out. It,
0: it might be. Again, depending on what it is. I don't know why refrigerators only last a certain age. I would imagine it's because of the compressor.
1: Well, I also think that the way they make them now, the way that people make things now, or manufacturers make things now, and residential stuff. I, th- I yeah. feel like commercial things are meant to last longer. And this yeah. one's certainly more of a commercial end right. product. So but it's not it industrial.
0: Longer. Like Industrial to me lasts forever. <laughs> commercial lasts a fair amount of time and then <laughs> residential's like they're going to pitch this thing in a couple of years so
1: yeah when the style changes exactly we're just such a like but i think we're about i think that all that's about to change i really do although in i which am way? um with well i think people are still going to want to be able to change things up in their house and stuff because we've mm-hmm. gotten ourselves into that mindset But as we continue to go toward a recession when things are tighter for most families, I think we're going to be looking for other ways to um, renew and judge things up that aren't so pricey. That's just my thought. Like, I think we're going to get back to throw pillows being... I mean, throw pillows have been a woman's version of home jewelry for a very long time. But I think that those are going to be becoming more popular popular as a way to change the look of your home. I mean, instead of brand new appliances, that type thing. And new furniture. And new like whole new furniture. Right. Yeah, because it's just going to be unaffordable, I think.
0: It's interesting. Really interesting. of
1: course, as I evolve my business toward all this stuff and think about that, those are the things that I'm thinking about. You know, how can I capitalize on that thought process? And I'm not good at spotting trends and I'm not good at knowing how other people spend their money because we spend our so differently. Yeah, we do. Just like the temperature thing, (laughs) we spend our money very differently um, than most other people, and so
0: yeah. But would you say that we set our thermostat at seventy eight and now seventy six because of like we're trying to save money, or yes. just because like that's what we're comfortable at? No, I don't know that I would be money. comfortable at seventy two degrees or whatever. Some no, people do.
1: but I would push it. I would like when we have people over or something, I would be happy to be like push it down to sixty eight. No, you know sixty eight degrees and let it be because you have a crowd of people. is what we
0: set it at in the winter.
1: Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that number. <laughs> our winter number. Our winter number is 68, which.
0: Is warm. Like, it feel, I, isn't that I crazy, was say, though? It like, feels warm. Well, and I, like,
1: suffocate sometimes at that temperature because we have a gas heater. Yeah. And the air gets so dry. Yeah, it does, and that, stuffy. Yeah, that I just feel like, you know, you start to get, like, a sore throat. And I just, I feel like I'm, like, suffocating. It's be- yeah. the only word I can think of. And so, you know. Anyway, what I'm getting at is, yes, if if money were no object and we were on like nuclear energy, I'd be like pump that bad boy down probably, or I would adjust I don't it. Know. Like, I, I don't think know. I would adjust it more frequently. I would be more flexible with the temperature. Let's just say that, sure. If money were no object, I would be more flexible. That's
0: true. We do turn it down. That when we have people coming over, we typically do turn it down. But I think it's because there's going we know there's, there's going to be more bodies. people here. The door's going to be opening more, or whatever. Yeah. So, you but th- the
1: funny so the funny thing about temperature of an air conditioning is. It It's not like the temperature, like it's going to get to that temperature and then it shuts off, right? right? Like it's not like you're really keep, like if there's more bodies in the house, the temperature is going to be higher and it's going to continue to try to work to get down to the lower temperature, but it's really not sure. ever going to get there. So I guess you're just hoping to achieve something that feels like maybe the air is on more often so it's blowing. Again, this is where the air movement comes into play here.
0: Yeah. But you know, people. It come- is cooling the air, though, and it's, it pulls the heat out of the air.
1: But let's be honest, most of our parties, especially during the summer, we're outside. So when you come inside, it doesn't matter what temperature it is. It's a lot cooler in here than it is out there. Yeah. So it feels good. Even at 78 degrees, it feels like a resort.
0: <laughs> yeah. It do- I mean, it's, it's probably a 15 degree temperature drop when you come inside. Oh,
1: so. man. Good grief, it's been so hot lately. So so hot lately. Although the last week or so it's been not too bad.
0: The last week it's felt like June is supposed to what yeah. June is supposed to feel like. We've
1: been having those afternoon showers.
0: Well like when you and wake up in the things. morning the air's cooler, crisper maybe.
1: Dude, yesterday I woke up, this is a random side note that no one is going to understand, but I'm going to proceed anyway. Yesterday I woke up um and I was like Making the bed and like pulling the shades up, and our sh- our bedroom's right outside the pool. Like mm-hmm. I can look out over the pool from our bedroom, and so I pulled the shades up and I look out. And I had already turned on the dolphin. It must have not been when I woke up, but I had to have like done some things. I turn on the dolphin, which is the pool cleaner. Mm-hmm. I look out the window, and that thing had gotten so tangled. I was like, I had <laughs> you were sitting out in the living room, and I ran out there. I was like, um, something is wrong with the pool cleaner. Like, run, you know? And you're like, what? I was like, I don't know how to explain it, what's going on. So we go out there, and this thing has, like, sucked, sucked up. up its cord. Sucked up its cord and then driven through it. Yeah. So, like, it it looped itself over and through. Anyway, you're a, a math person, and you're a puzzle person. And so it was like a puzzle. You're, like, out there doing Sudoku in your head, trying yeah. to figure out how to re-thread the machine back through. Because it's it's attached on both ends. Right. It's attached to, like, the the carrier on one end. So you can't just unplug it and, like,
0: yeah. thread it back through it's not like an extension cord you could just unplug and, and pull it through all the knots that it's created
1: right it's not that easy you had to
0: have the knots undo themselves by going back through the order in which it made <laughs> itself
1: so but then of course in by trying to unthread it then you create more loops right. and more problems right and so eventually we got it out but i was like how does this stuff even happen it's the most ridiculous thing yeah. on the planet Anyway, so that happened yesterday, too. Was that, was that yesterday?
0: Uh, maybe in the day before.
1: So another thing that um, I wanted to get in here, because today we're mostly talking about, like, home, home things. Um, but something that happened last week or two weeks ago that didn't want to get away from us is that um, our kids were hired by their uncle to come and clean the, um, what do they call them? Bleachers. The bleachers. I was going to say family. jerseys. What is wrong with me? I feel like I'm having some sort of medical episode. Jerseys?
0: I don't know. I don't know why you would have. Anyway.
1: What, I, what word am I associating that with? Anyway, the bleachers is where. And he has he has a gym. He's a priest, so he has um, a school a with facility. a gym yeah. a facility. And um, I'm not sure why the maintenance person didn't clean the bleachers. But anyway, so our kids well, got hired. <laughs> they they, they the had just
0: refinished the floors. And so, I, I guess, to kicked dust up everywhere. Mm-hmm. All over the walls and bleachers and everything else. So, I think he... Didn't want to tax his maintenance person when they have the when regular got, maintenance stuff to do. When
1: he's got plenty of nieces and nephews, he'd be happily he'd come right. over there doing. So he said he'd pay them, and so they're like, "Sweet, we got a job." And so they, all four of them, went over there to clean these bleachers. And when they came home, um, he was like handing twenties out the window, hear yeah. <laughs> <Like, handing> everybody twenties, <laughs> and they were like, "No, no, no, um, just get us DQ Dairy Queen." I think wasn't that they were saying. You were there and well, they came back. Well, I think right? he
0: said. Um,
1: Oh yeah, he said, he said I told them he said I told them that they could um they could that I was going to pay them $20 each. But did they say no, we want you just want you to take us to DQ? I don't know.
0: I don't I don't know how it came up. Anyway,
1: in, or or, in or maybe their he mind, said the
0: options were $20 or Dairy Queen.
1: Right. And so they they were home. He was handing out 20s out the, the window, and um, they explained to me what was happening. They're like, well, he's just going to take us to DQ later, and and they were all handing him the money back. And I was like, yeah. whoa, 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 hold on. Like, while I don't mind you doing volunteer work, <laughs> that's not what this is about, I was like, let's talk about this. Like, let's talk about the, the decision you're making right now. So mm-hmm. we're like having a finance lesson in the driveway about – you know, he's handed him money. They're trying to hand him back in exchange for an ice cream that costs $3 right. or something. It does not make financial sense. Right. So we went through it with them. And their reasoning was basically, you're not going to take us to Dairy Queen. Right.
0: Well, it's Dairy Queen now. Or maybe...
1: Maybe Mama and Daddy will take you later. And I right. was like, no, it's your money. When you get $20, I'll take you to Dairy Queen so that you can spend your $3 on Dairy Queen. I, now, when when we say mm, we're probably not going to take you is because we're spending our, our money, money on right. Dairy Queen, right? But it's your money, so take the twenty dollars. So we, had, I mean, like the amount of explaining it took for us to tell them, if you take the twenty dollars, you'll get Dairy Queen and fifteen dollars, right? Right, you'll get both.
0: Well, I think in their mind though they weren't going to get Dairy Queen, so apparently Dairy Queen is worth fifteen dollars,
1: twenty dollars. I can't yeah fifteen. I can't understand the mentality anyway. We're trying real hard, y'all. Just letting you know that with all this financial talk with our kids that we do and talk about all this stuff all the time, it yeah. still has not quite a hundred percent gotten through. They're still kids, but they and so of course ice cream reigns over all but um or rules over all, but they still are not quite comprehending the value of yeah. money versus But you
0: know, I do wonder and I've thought about this before and I think I've even told you about this before. Do you think that our kids Feel that way because, um, uh, like they don't value money because they have so much of it. Of course, not that our kids are super wealthy, but of
1: course they don't want for anything. When I was a
0: kid, even to get like five dollars was a big deal, like a really big. I would I would go like work my butt off for five dollars, mm-hmm. and then I would put it in a drawer and well not but that's, spend it for anything. But
1: that's an interesting question because you does that. Okay, so did that mean then that you did have enough, but you were saving it? So the money mattered to you. Why? If you weren't going to spend it, why did it matter to you?
0: Because I didn't have any. I always felt like I might I might need it someday. I've told you this before. <laughs> I don't know if I said this on the podcast. Uh, but when we, were, when we were dating in college, the thought of going on a date was like, I'm going to spend, you know, a third of my life-saving date. (laughs) Not really a third, but, like, it was a... Yeah,
1: you were doing a calculation. It was a calculation,
0: like, I don't have a lot of money. This date's not free. Yeah. There's a value in it, obviously.
1: Yeah, there is.
0: So, but, like, it was, it was, like, a it was, like, a stressful thing, Yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, but you never told me that.
0: Until, I mean, very recently, I told you that. And I don't even know, I don't even know why it came up, like, but it came up Maybe I was thinking about our kids. Like, they they make, you know, just last weekend, I went to your aunt's house, and we fixed her shed that had termite damage. And she paid me for it, the amount of money that we agreed that I would come do the job for. And then the next day, I went over to help her move a fridge. And she's like, hey, you know, Thomas came with you, and he did some work. I don't know if you squared up with him or not. And I was like, he's not getting paid. Like, his... I know this is this is going to sound... I don't know how y'all feel about this as listeners, but his... Uh, a lot of his payment is learning that skill mm-hmm. like he learned unpaid apprenticeship yes like you just learned how to do some framing mm-hmm. and you know the like the the value of like hard work and all these things and the same thing i did some electrical work uh for uh, another coach at our school this past weekend and i took addie with me and like i showed her how to like I'm not paying her either because she like her payment is learning how to do these skills. So mm-hmm. anyway, I wasn't going to pay him. I didn't tell her that. She said, "But, you know, here's here's $50." Did you give it to him. him, by the way? So I did give it to him. But I guarantee if I walked up in their room, that $50 is hanging out on their dresser or on their right. nightstand like if that was me, that money would have been squared away.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's a matter of um of privilege or having enough or having too much or whatever, I just don't think that they've, because they want they do want things like they, they want an, they want an Oculus, they want you know right. all these different things, and they probably have enough money to go get it.
0: But we've told them not to spend it on stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This is so the part like where maybe, we struggle. Like, I think. It
0: almost makes me think like maybe we should let them spend it, and so that they're out of money, and now they're back to zero, and they're like, oh look, here's what zero dollars feels like. You want that? You can't have it, not because.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. You, you really Just, can't
0: have it because you can't go get it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is
1: definitely a subject that we have not. What well, we think about it sometimes, and we know how our kids act with money.
2: Yeah,
1: because we have the same kid who got the fifty dollars. He's also the kid that will take ten dollars or twenty dollars to the concession stand.
0: Yes, and, and blow spend, it,
1: blow it all—popcorn, candy. Right.
0: Let me go buy a three-dollar bag of candy,
1: and he'll go buy like he'll buy yeah. everybody something, which is generous or whatever. But right. like, it's the money doesn't. It doesn't mean anything to him. There's no right. there's no opportunity associated with it. There's no um, sense of planning. But I mean, he's eleven, twelve. He's twelve.
0: Right. So, I re- I remember being that age um, at one point, and here's how much I remember. I had eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. I forget what I did. I did some sort of job for somebody, and I and oh I I had to split it with my brothers. That's how why how it came out to eleven dollars. So we all had. We all got $11 for doing whatever it was. And I was like, Mm -hmm. man, we worked really hard for that. It was probably cutting grass. or I I really don't remember what it was. But at that age, I remember thinking $11 was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And all my brothers spent their $11. I was the last one to still have their $11. Mm -hmm. And so I forget even what came up. But everyone knew, like, well, he still has $11. Yeah, He can go get it. If whatever it was i I don't even know I mean, at this point, it probably was like going to a movie or getting some mm-hmm. treat of some sort, but they had all blown through it, and I still had my eleven dollars, yeah, and I remember like remembering the power of having that eleven dollar, and yeah, you know, I was their age i mean I, was, I think
1: I think this is the age where we start to really um be a lot more purposeful with the money that's in their wallet and say, okay, we're gonna put." X number of dollars in a like save. We're gonna save X percent. We're gonna give the X percent to church. We're gonna give X percent to um, like to just spending however you want. Where mm-hmm. X percent can be um, an investment of some sort. You know, whatever those calculations are. That way, you are like purposely because right now, mo- uh, I guess all of them just don't even care about it. They, they don't. don't care. They like don't. they could save it, they could spend it. They they have no. It's like it's there, but we don't
0: a lot. I mean, we don't let them spend it there's been several times like can we bring our wallets and we're like no you're not buying anything
1: well we all know what happened because i have a really hard time letting them bring their own money when they do things you know what they're gonna yeah i mean they go like our daughter she went on a field trip to like new it wasn't new orleans but it was like somewhere in louisiana they went to this like animal sanctuary like feeding wild animals i don't know whatever they're doing they went on a swamp tour they did all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff They could have... She could have bought, like, a T-shirt. We gave her money. We gave her money. We gave her money, yes. Right. She could have bought something that said, like, a T-shirt that had, like, the brand of the Swamp Tour. Something to remember it by, you know, like an Something
0: specific to that location.
1: She bought a mood ring and a pair of aviator fake, like, junky sunglasses.
0: Right. That you could have got at Walmart. Like... For cheaper, probably.
1: Yes. A mood (laughs) ring. Like, things that were completely unbranded. Right. But it's like, at the same time, I can't make her feel... Like, what kind of scarring will that do to a kid to have a heart. Okay. This is identical to the time that you came back from your trip in St. Augustine, Florida. You went down to Miami. Um, it was St. Augustine, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you went down to Miami. You were with, um, a group of like missionaries or something. And, um, you were with the only guy that came with you specifically, like you met a group down there. Um, the only guy that you went with was a single guy Mm -hmm. and he talked you into buying as souvenirs shot glasses. Yeah. Um, let me just tell you guys, Thomas Ehrensberg and drinking alcohol do not go together. Like you might have a drink every, like casually once every few months or something. Like you don't care about drinking, right. but you chose to buy shot glasses. Well, I
0: wanted something that was from Miami. Buy a t-shirt. From Miami. Yeah, buy a t-shirt. t-shirt probably anyway, would have been better. You came- I bought postcards too, though. I thought the postcards were really good.
1: I never saw those.
0: I sent them to the kids. Oh. I bought four, one for each of the kids. You didn't send one to me? No. I didn't.
1: I was mad at you at the time, as I recall. Yeah, you were. So anyway, you came home with shot glasses, and I was already mad at you, and I wanted to fly into orbit, but instead, I was just like, okay, and I stuck them up on the shelf, and they've never been used at one time. because it's To this day. Well, because the guy who went with you was like, you can start a shot glass collection, and you came home, and I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You are not starting a shot glass yeah, collection mean, in this house. a
0: shirt probably would have been a better. You
1: wear a t-shirt option. every day. You're wearing a t-shirt right now that came from saying, my yeah. employee who's a firefighter, firefighter mobile, yeah. and it's an amazing t-shirt, and you wear it all the time.
0: Would have been a good, good one. Also, I'm it sure would have Miami's re- got some great t-shirts. I'm today.
1: sure they do. <laughs> that used to be the one thing when we went on vacation as kids. And I'm sorry, not vacation. We used to go on family trips when I was right. a kid. T-shirts used to be the thing that we were allowed to buy because every souvenir shop, no matter where we went, would have a deal of, like, it ended up, like, $5 a T-shirt. Yeah. You cannot find a souvenir T-shirt for $5 anymore. Not anymore, no. Nope. They are all $30. Why is every shirt $30? What the heck? I don't know. What has happened to the cheap? You all know what I'm talking about. They used to push that, like, bubble... um that bubble like logo on the front, and yeah. you'd wash it one time and it would come off. Kids don't care, but as a parent, <laughs> I need to well, be. Well,
0: that's probably why they were $5. Now when they're not. When they're your not brother made that way, went sure. to
1: Jerusalem, they have t shirt shops in Jerusalem mm-hmm. along the pathway to get to Mecca or wherever you're going. Along the
0: tourist location? Yeah,
1: like the whole thing's a tourist location, but they have all these like t shirt shops. And they do that. They press that stupid stupid bubble stuff. Yeah. And it's like you have a souvenir to bring back. It costs $5. It's no big deal. Right. Everyone's happy. You wash
0: it one time. It ruins it's a white whatever
1: t-shirt. a $30 t-shirt. I yeah. just want to buy my my kid a souvenir to make him happy for 5 seconds. Maybe not 5 seconds. It, right. Guys, it'll last a few months. The memory will be it'll be good enough. Right. I mean, I remember some of the t-shirts I brought back from like Wyoming and Montana. There was one that we all wanted. I think it was my sister. I don't remember, but it had like bullet holes in it. And there was one of them that was (laughs) leading down the front. (laughs) I mean, because, you know, it said like fastest gun in the West or something because Montana is known for their like, you know, wild, old West, Western type stuff. And so a lot of the shirts had to do with that type, you know, theme. So we were all buying like bullet hole. I don't know. like Wild West. I mean, the shirt had holes in it. It was $5. Wait, real holes? Oh, yeah, they had real holes. It had legit oh, wow. holes. Okay. I thought and one one of it said like it had like pictures down. of holes. No, they were real holes. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> that makes it extra. <laughs> it was extra good. Extra cheap. I'm telling you. I you know. I it. know.
1: It was an extra like I remember I don't remember whose the shirt was, but I know we fought over wearing it because it was everyone's favorite shirt. Yeah. Why we couldn't both get that same t-shirt. I'm sure my mom probably had it, some Maybe little, it wasn't
0: the $5 shirt. Maybe that was the $10 No,
1: you think it was so good that my mom was like, fine, I'll spend $10 on that holy shirt. I I doubt it, seriously. I'm sure there was something like, you all have to get a different shirt. Like, you can't all get the same shirt.
0: Right, because then you wouldn't know whose was whose. But everybody wanted the same one.
1: I mean, who, you know, my mom could not let us all get the same souvenir shirt, I'm sure.
0: Anyway, (laughs) maybe we need to let our kids start spending their money so that they maybe have a better appreciation. I don't know.
1: I don't know. We'll have to track Discussion
0: it. Discussion for later, I guess.
1: Yeah, cuz if they start spending it and they're like totally fine just blowing all their money all the time.
0: Well, no, I think like you're saying, you know, for the money that they have, X percentage goes here and X okay, percentage Okay, so we like kind
1: of help guide them on that.
0: Yeah, and then okay, so now, you know, for example, Thomas helped me with that project last week. Your aunt gave him $50. You know, if he gets to if he gets to keep 10 or 20% or whatever of that, then that's what he can buy, whatever that I is. I just
1: think, you know, it's it's also really hard to teach kids the difference between um, doing things as a favor to family and friends and stuff. Right. And when you should get paid for it, which I think adults struggle with that, too, to a large expen- yes. extent. Especially when it's something within your own profession. And I know you've done tons of stuff for f- my family before and your family mm-hmm. and whatever. And my aunt wanted to pay you for this and so you let her pay you you would have done it for free let's be honest yeah. you would have done it for free mm-hmm. um but
0: well she had hired she had tried to hire contractor after contractor and just because of the way construction stuff is going right now she couldn't find one like nobody would come do the work mm-hmm. so she knew that i knew how to do the work mm-hmm. and she's like i was gonna pay this guy this much money and let's if be you honest do it, you can have the money
1: People also know, and you guys listening know this to be true. And if you don't, then here's your tip of the day: If it is a friend or family that you know they can do something, paying them will get there there them there faster. Right. You like prioritize that work. She didn't pay you a ton of money for the job. Like right. it's way less than probably what somebody like a like someone a company would have done it for. Oh, for sure. Would never have done it for the for amount sure. that you did. But at the same time, it was a little extra summer money for us, which is amazing. And you have to know that people are not going to prioritize something in their lives unless there's something behind it. Expecting people to do things at no cost is like it, that's fine, you can do that mm-hmm. or um and you, you wanting to give something to somebody at no cost, but you're going to have to wait for them. Probably a really right. long time. Whenever they have a free moment and have absolutely nothing else going on or to do. Right. And so since she was willing to throw you a few Few hundos. You're like, all right. Here's the date I'll do it. I have a free date. This, this, mm-hmm. this. I'll be there. It'll, you know, I think it'll take me two days, and got probably it done. would have
0: taken one day, but it gets hot, so we only worked half a day. Mm-hmm. So it's two half days. But yeah,
1: yeah. So I, you know, I should. We should probably do a whole episode about um, hiring people and how to get them to your house because I got secrets that apparently no nobody else knows yeah. or don't. I don't know. I don't think it comes into logical thought processes for people or something, because I can't tell you how many um, posts I've seen on Facebook in the last nine months. Mm-hmm. Anyone know um, an affordable painter who can get here fast? No.
0: Yeah.
1: No. Those, no. Those don't exist. No.
0: They can be there fast. Well, and not I mean, be well, they're affordable. not going to be good. You know, the saying
1: is good, fast, cheap. Those are the three qualifiers. Mm-hmm. You can have two, but you can't have all three. Ah. You can have good and fast, but not cheap. You can have
0: fast, fast and good. but They're not going to be cheap.
1: Fast and good, but not cheap. Yeah, you can have two, but not all right. three at one time. It does not exist.
0: Fast and cheap, no good.
1: That's right. So which ones do you want? Good
0: and cheap, not fast.
1: In my, in my opinion, I would rather have the not fast one. <laughs> I'll remove fast from the situation. Yeah. I have no timeline. If you want things to be fast, you better put up some money. Right. That is what will get people to your house. Yeah. Is the money. Show them the money. And they can be good, too. Fast and good, but not cheap.
0: That's interesting. Maybe
1: that's the better tip of the day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) It's good to know. Although I think people probably knew that. They just... I've never Um, heard it articulated.
1: We know know lots and lots of things that we don't seem to like really logically come to the front of our brain and use as knowledge on the daily when we should. Right? Yeah. All right, you guys. That's our conversation about all the things that have happened within the last week in our hot situation. Ceiling fans, thermostats, what's not, what not. Tell us what your thermostat is on or maybe don't. No. If you're in the low 60s.
0: Low 60s, do they even go that low? I don't
1: even want to know what your AC bill looks like and what your AC repair bill looks like because, yes, people keep their things on like 62, 63 degrees. That's insane. Nuts. I would die of... We don't
0: even go that low in the winter. Because <laughs> So that's what's crazy is that they'll set it on 62 in the summer and then probably on like 75 in the winter.
1: I think it's higher than that.
0: Oh, what? I think it's higher than 80? That in the winter
1: i wish you could see his eyeballs right now he's like shocked i do want to know what your winter te- temperature is i know what everybody's summer temperature is i want to know people's lo- like you guys have to be either have a humidifier in your house during the winter or like you're yeah. shriveling up like raisins yeah like you must be so dehydrated if you're keeping your house super hot and you're wondering why your skin is flaking off that's why.
0: It's a dry skin. Yeah, it's the you're hot, taking it's the a hot shower, air.
1: and you're living in a like a dehydrator, one of those like vegetable and fruit dehydrator things. Yeah, <laughs>
0: turn into some beef jerky. Here.
1: <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time, bye, y'all.
0: Bye, y'all.